Hey, y'all. Dr. Amy here. Let's have a conversation. So the title of this episode is I was battling, thinking, what, what should I title it? So then I came up with the love of the father, the love of the father. And this is Father's Day week. Father's Day was Sunday. And I wanted to do this episode because this personal to me. I didn't have my father in my life growing up. He wasn't there. He wasn't present. And it's something I've dealt with all of my life, even up until now. And I have some guests coming on my show, so we'll talk more about my father and my what I've dealt with. So I'm waiting on my guests to come in because I want to get different perspectives. Um, I'm going to talk to a young lady that had a healthy two-parent household. And then I'm going to talk to a young man that was raised by a single mother. He didn't have his father. Just waiting on my guests to come in. Okay, so my guests are here. Good evening, y'all. Yeah, I have Mr. and Mrs. Brathwaite, Mr. Matthew and Mrs. Shaneria Brathwaite. Yes, so I did a little intro about, you know, this is the love of the father episode. That's the title of this episode. And thank y'all for joining me this evening, taking thank time you. out of your busy right. schedules. Uh, thank you for having us. This is great. I'm, I'm ready to get in. Okay, so I was saying earlier, I had started out saying, you know, I didn't have my father in my life growing up. I was raised by my mom. She was a single mother. She worked hard to raise us the best she could, but I did long for that father relationship. Um, my father, I knew him. He just wasn't present. Mm -hmm. He was in and out, you know, the home when I was a little girl. Um, he had uh, an addiction to drugs. And as I got older, I began to think, okay, well, he couldn't be there because of his health conditions and his addiction. So he couldn't be that father to me. So I made excuses for him. But then I was, you know, I'm getting therapy now. And she's helping me to realize that we can't make excuses for him. 
And some of the things that in my life that I'm experiencing is because of the lack of my father being in my life. Um, I will tell you that when my, my father died in 2014, I went to his bedside and I asked for forgiveness. And I, and I told him I forgive him. I made peace with it. Um, but I can say I'm better now. I'm 48 years old and I still, I still think that what if I would have had my father in my life? Where would I be at? What, what would have been different? Mm -hmm. I'm blessed now. I live, you know, a prosperous life right now. And I'm, I thank God, but I still have those thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, what if I would have had my father in my life? Yeah. But I've, I've gotten better with it. And I'm glad that I saw him before he died and told him that I forgive him and I made peace with it. Yeah. So that's my story of love of the father. So Miss Shaneria, so you're a young woman. Tell us about your family dynamics growing up. Okay, so my family dynamic growing up, I grew up with my mom and dad in the household. Um, initially, I was a single child for six years. And then my sister came along when I was six. And three years after that, my brother migrated from Guyana, which is where my family's from, to, uh, to the States. So it was me, my parents, and my brother and sister. Um, and growing up, um, I had, like I said, I had my mom and my dad in the house. And so that gave me an opportunity to see marriage. Um, and what I desired and didn't desire out of marriage. Okay. It also gave me the opportunity to see the role of a wife and a mom, as well as the role of a husband and a dad. Yes. Um, <laughs> I will say it's very typical of Guyanese and West Indian culture for the man to be the provider and that is what my dad has always 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 been no matter what circumstances have been handed to him he took his role as a financial provider very seriously he is a CPA very successful CPA um very successful man and uh, i saw i also saw in that where my dad worked overtime to provide financially my mom worked overtime to provide uh, mentally spiritually emotionally recreationally in the ways that my dad could not because he would work 
overtime to provide financially. Mm-hmm. So where my dad would show up to extremely major events. So like when we had, uh, he would, if we had recital weekend, because I did dance, if we had recital weekend, my dad would come to one show versus my mom, who would be the dance recital mom, be there with me all weekend for every show. And when I got into band, um, my mom would be at all the home games and my dad would come to like major stuff like senior night uh, competitions and things like that. So that was my view of of a family and in that in that I've learned uh, I think what I've taken away most from growing up in a two-parent household is the significance of communication and partnership um the significance of tenacity and pushing through when you can but I will say as a black woman society already teaches me that right so sometimes Mm -hmm. I can push myself too much to a point to where it can be more harmful than helpful and I ask a question yes you said uh do you feel like your father wasn't fully present like a fully present he was present you know when he could be do you feel like he was fully present like you wanted him to be? I feel like he was he was fully present in his own way. Maybe not in the ways that I would have preferred, but being an adult and learning learning different personalities, learning different lifestyles, I look back and reflect and see he was present in the ways that he knew how to be. Exactly. That that was his style of that was his style of being present, right? And th- you know, we we need uh, we need finances, we need a place to stay, we need shelter. We so that that is how he knew to be present. That is what he grew up in. And as a child, it's not my place to tell you, oh, you need to do this, this, and this because. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be well you need a place to stay you need you need groceries to eat and you need somebody to pay for these dance classes right so yeah but did you understand that as a child or you you understand it as an adult but as a child you don't really comprehend it as well but then as you grow up yes yes so those are some of the things I learned like just being a two-parent household I like the fact that when you said you you had the example of marriage, you got to see that. So that was something that I didn't get to see, um, you know, being raised by my mom, just her alone. So that's good that you you had that example of a, you know, healthy marriage. So that's good. Thank you. So, Mr. Matt, what's going on? You doing okay? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good. So, let's hear from your your hear your perspective as a young boy. Now you're a young man now. 
but growing up, what's your what was your family dynamics? We the same family. You know our family dynamic. Come on, huh? I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, uh, it was like a uh, <laughs> that's your brother. It was a it was a lot trying to get you know grew up with five sisters and my mom it was like a trying to figure out you know sometimes you know mom would be like you the man of the house you this and I'm like I don't even know what that look like mm -hmm. like I don't even really understand what you're saying to me I don't really understand how like big that is because I'm just going off of what can you mm -hmm. recall at what age you you first heard that Oh, um, probably like in middle school. Okay. Yeah, like middle, probably like middle school. I think I'm gonna say middle school. Like I was, I was young, and she made it. She said, and I was like, "What you mean? Like I don't really understand." And she came back and said that, like, "Yeah, you." She kind of thought about it. and was like, "Yeah, you're right. I didn't really, I can't really say that to you like that. I didn't think about that, but." It was always trying to just feel like I'm missing a part of myself. Like, I don't really know who I am fully. Because I don't know the other part of me. And, um, and you deal with, like, um, feeling like, like, why? And then you deal with, like, did you do something? Mm. So now, you know, most of my life, I'm worried about people pleasing. Because yeah. I don't want nobody to leave me or do me like he did. Mm -hmm. So my whole life is just whatever I need to do, they'll like me, I'm going to do whatever, whatever. What you want me to do to like? What you want me to do to like? So I'm just stuck in a cycle of, luckily I had genuine, I had some genuine people that God put around me. But, you know, I was really just trying to, trying to uh, find that, People pleasing, trying to find, make sure nobody left me. Like, make sure nobody who was around me, they just not. You can't go nowhere. Can't go nowhere. To the point where I had a little, I had a little, um, a little discrepancy with a with my one of my best friends because of that. Um, I I didn't understand when he started getting, you know, getting engaged and stuff. I really didn't understand. I'm thinking like, you you, why are you leaving me like that? Yeah. My, why are you leaving me like that? I'm like, he like, no, nah, I'm just, you know, it ain't like that, man. I'm just getting married. Yeah, so understanding, you know, it, it was that was a whole thing of me not having my dad. I think some, you know, it kind of leaked over into like my confidence. I had to like learn how to believe in myself in a different way. You know, those kids who like, good job, boy. You got that. Good job. You know, I ain't never heard that. I ain't never nobody. So I had to figure out how to find like being confident like it's so it's okay if you fall it's not the end of the world if you scratch scrape your leg you know just little things like that um being confident and being uh some especially being married you know feeling like you you were you were kind of like in a in a situation blindfolded mm -hmm. You know, because all I knew was, especially me, all I knew was church, church, church. I know it wasn't really like somebody like 
like a structure to where if I did, you know, make money, I wouldn't do not do too much stupid with it or knowing how to deal with certain uh, conversations, not being offended so easily being, I guess, you know, they would say it's not really being soft, but not really knowing how to deal with hard conversations. You All know, right. yeah, manning up. If you do something wrong, just man, it's not you did that, just take it and keep it moving. Like those things I would take hard. You know, I would be like, oh man, you know, having to have talks with myself, being in my head, because I didn't have that 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 structure to that, that foundation of once you have like a that that one male that gives you that push, you feel like Superman. Definitely. And it goes into everything you do. So when that's missing, it's like, oh man, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Am I really? What is it? What is how do you define? You know, I think that's one thing. I thought there was a definite like a def definition that was just that's the definition. Mm -hmm. So my whole life, I'm thinking, I got to be like this. And it's really like a a man is a growing. It's a process. It's not a just one dimensional, as I thought it was. It's not something they can write down and that's it. You just do this. No, nah, it's, a, it's a whole thing of like knowing how to handle yourself, moving, integrity, respect, how you handle people, how you deal with your wife, how you deal with your family. Um, how you deal with yourself with nobody watching? Yeah, those things, those morals. It's like okay, that's really, and most importantly, you know, with our faith, you know, how do you do you? What is your faith? Do you believe in God, or do you stand on His principles? Is He like the the forefront of your life? Are you just living on your own and doing what you want to do, or are you seeking His face every day? Are you praying? Are you praying without ceasing? Are you talking to Him? Mm -hmm. You know, so. All of that kind of came into showing me that it's okay that I didn't have one because I know my I know my eternal father and he guided me to take my falls and learn from them. Oh man, you messed up. Right, come on, let me show you what this said. Let me show you what this is. Let me show you how to move in the scripture. Let me put you around the right people. Let me show you that this is okay. Let me get you with a woman that's gonna make sure you stay on that. So all of those things. And also let me let me uh give you some some sisters that you know can do can help you see, have somebody to look at to be like, you know, you can do it. You can mm -hmm. make you know, so having those pieces and just putting them into my life kind of helped me deal with not having a father over over time. You know, that's still something I deal with too, like. Like what you said at the beginning, as far as, um, dang, if I had, man, if I had me a father. Yeah, what would that have been like? That's, a, that's I always, I have those moments where I'm like, dang, I probably wouldn't have had to deal with that. But God does everything for a reason, you know, so I yeah, had. We can't stay, we can't stay in the past. We can't stay right. in that, you know, rut and just, because right. if we just stay there and that's just going to make everything worse so we just we got to know that god does everything for a purpose and a reason and look look at us now i didn't say this earlier but matthew is my little brother there we go miss shaneria is my sister in love 
So Matt, you have you grew up with a lot of females in the yeah. house. Yeah. And I know you touched on that some, but how was that you growing up with all the females in the house? Um when I was young, I didn't understand, like I didn't understand it all the way. Sometimes I just didn't want to be around all the females, but oh really, y'all, y'all the love, you know, I tell everybody, like, I think you mom mom was uh i think it was you that i think you was the first one that prayed with me if it was probably was my was mom when i was super little but i remember being up late one night when i wasn't supposed to and you i saw you and was like oh get what you doing here what you want you want to this and that went in the room and you pray with me so those little things you know it was different it was different as a kid because i'm always looking to my friends like oh they ain't got this I got all these sisters and my mannerisms was a little different. Like sometimes in school, I would do certain things because of what I saw. And people would think like, like nah, I'm not like that. That's just what my sisters do. Right. Okay. Conversation. I like there were certain things where I probably I remember being on the bus with Camp Camp, going to Nazarene Camp. And a uh, dude was talking to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And I did my hand like this, like in talking. Like, yeah, 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 this, like that. And they started laughing, but it wasn't a, like, I didn't take it like a disrespect. I didn't understand, like, mo that's mostly what girls be doing when they be talking. But since I was around women, I'm just like, y'all be moving your hands and going like this. And <laughs> I think you do. Yeah. So little things, like, you don't really know until mm -hmm. you get certain arenas like I did until like oh, okay so that's what they do so okay even in chorus we did like had a little dance and I moved a certain way You're like what you doing I'm like, I'm like that's what my that's what I do at the house like ain't nobody ain't no thing to me so I kind of had to kind of navigate that too because it was a point where um some people thought I was the, uh, went the other way <laughs> Cause I was that, but I wasn't. I'm like, nah, I ain't like that. But I, it was just difficult trying to learn who I am. But I guess you could say, in a sense, figure out who I am. And uh, once I, you know, got older, prayed, you know, started getting getting more in the church, like sincerely, I guess you could say. Was a lot of the times I was just moving off of, you know, like I told you, people pleasing. So that's what they like. Matt do this, Matt get love. So I'm gonna just keep doing this. So, but over time of learning, yeah, I, I was like, okay, this is a um, this all happened for a reason. Everybody that's around me is nothing but love, and just knowing that that's how God is. God is love. So I was around where I needed to be. And I didn't realize that you had that in you to people please. Yeah. When you relate that to not having a father, I can see that. Why you would be like that? Yeah, yeah. you didn't want you. You had that fear of someone leaving you. Exactly. Someone That's else leaving you. You know. You got it. Wow, Shania, did your dad? Does he always say "I love you" like when y'all end conversations or? For the most, yeah. For the most part, uh, for yeah, yeah. If we don't, it's because we rushing, but. Yeah, when we on the phone, he said, I love you. 
Because I heard Matt mention about, um, you know, he didn't have that father to say, I love you. And even though I did know my father and I seen him several times, I don't think I ever really remember him saying, I love you to me. Yeah. 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 When Matt said that, it just made me think. I, I can't remember the times that my dad said, actually said, you know, I love you to my face, but. No, I, I think the first time I heard it from a male was when I was at camp. We were leaving camp. I remember that plain as day, like it just happened. We was leaving camp. I was in the I was in the passenger. I had all my stuff, and the guy was breaking down the campsite. And I was like, all right, man, I see you. And he was like, all right, man. Hey, we're in Georgia, man. I love you. Oh, I was like, oh, for real? That's something. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll never forget that. I was like, they ain't never heard that. That man told me he loved me. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. So you did have some men in the church that you could yeah. look up to as a father. Yeah. He put me around the churches for sure. They they definitely put their uh foot down and show love. Definitely. And that's good. And I I wish that I hope that the churches you know, would embrace some of the young men in church that don't have the father figures. Yeah. I hope that, you know, the churches are doing that. Um, I do see some churches doing, I just, you know, I know God would be pleased if they were doing that. I just yeah. hope that they are. No, I, I believe that's a definite need though. And then like, even now, I want to try to get, you know, plugged in myself because I know how I felt. So I know it's a bunch of young guys out there that's like, hey, we can, you know, we can use that, that guidance, that um, that love, man. So it's definitely needed. Yeah, it's needed for sure. Shanira, you got anything you want to add about your your father? Um, no, my dad, he's pretty uh. My dad is a pretty just straightforward man. That's him. He he has his roles as a man already there. Uh and he fulfills those roles to provide for his family, to protect his family, um to encourage his family. Uh my dad, he uh, he always had high expectations of us and still to this day does even in the ebbs and flows in life mm -hmm. he still has high expectations I even think that he's like adopted that with like Matt too like he has you know um my family came to visit a few weeks ago you know he was like I know you guys are in a rough season but um but it's going to be okay. You guys are going to be okay. You still like, you still destined for greatness. You guys are going to be all right. Um, and having that expectation there is, uh, I think it's great. I, I think it's great because to me, that's somebody that believes in me. Uh, but 
on the other end, my anxiety, my anxiety makes me feel bad if I don't up, uphold or meet that ex- expectation. But that is me. So, um, yeah, that's 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 him. That's him. Well, I appreciate y'all joining me today for this episode, The Love of a Father. Um, Father's Day was a joyous time for some. It was a challenging day for others. But like Matthew said, you know, our spiritual father, a father up above, will get us through this. Do y'all feel as though even in the midst of not of your biological father not being present there are still people in your lives that the lord has sent to give you paternal guidance i didn't have any paternal guidance that's right. I got you. I I didn't have a like a male um person to look up to mm-hmm. growing up. Um I had uncles and I have uncles, but I wouldn't say that they were uh like, like played a part in my life growing up, a major part as a father figure. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't say that I had that. Whereas Matt, he had, you know, the men in the church. Yeah. But do you feel like they gave you paternal guidance or do you feel like, or do you feel like you looked at them as more of a mentor role? Yeah, I did. The the crazy thing is that I was looking for more of men that look like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was a battle within me. Like, I like you, but you don't look like me. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for sometimes for me to take it to that place because they didn't uh they didn't look like me. They was, you know, uh the guys that I um that I am more closer to now, uh Rich, you know, one of them, you know, that's a that's a all the way white man. Yeah. And I was looking for more like brothers, you know, at a time, especially younger, that I can, you know, I can look in the mirror and be like, I can relate to you in that area. But God mm-hmm. kind of gave me a different kind of viewpoint of like, this is who I want around you. Mm-hmm. I know that's what yeah. you're looking for, but right now, yeah. this is who you got. It. I mean, I couldn't ask for nobody better, really. Um, it was just my that was my viewpoint. If you ask me at first, I was just more like, nah, there ain't no brother though. But I'm grateful, you know, that they even had that because some people don't even have that. You know, somebody just randomly hitting you up. Hey, you all right? Just checking in with you, you know, just those small things. Um yeah. help a lot. It don't take much. It don't take much. Just hey, just checking uh-uh. in. You You're right. Like I've Long for just a little phone call from my dad. I ain't, I didn't get that. I didn't get a letter, phone yeah. call. Had to get a call from somebody to let me know he was in the hospital. I wouldn't have never known. 
And then I struggled with that, trying to decide, do I want to go see him in the hospital? That was a struggle. I prayed. Really? That's real. Mm-hmm. That was an honest, that was a real honest, but I think I, it was more of me. I'm like, at least y'all got to see something. I ain't even, like, I had to deal with not even knowing what you look like in the photo. Mm, yeah. I don't even know, I don't got no type of imagery to be like, to match. I'm like, I just got, I'm just going off of imagination, yeah. off of somebody who was real. Yeah. So, I mean, I get you. That's that's That was definitely a battle of mine. And look at you now. We go. Turned out well. Better tell them. Better tell them what it is. We good, ain't we? God is good. <laughs> All the time. All the time. All. All. I love y'all. I love you too. All right. Well, this would be my, I think, third episode. Okay. Okay. We made it to the third episode. Y'all like and share. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and um, you know, like and share, please, please, please get these views up. Like conversations go. with Amy, Dr. Amy. Let's I'm on go. Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Yes, <laughs> guys, tune in, listen, conversations with Dr. Amy. They will influence and positively, not only positively impact your life, but impact your life with the love of Jesus. So Make sure y'all tune in every chance that you get. I couldn't have said it any better. Oh, wow. That was a good outro, girl. Thank you. I love y'all. Bye, you too, sis. Good night. Good night. <laughs>